You're now listening to episode 51 of the Real Estate CPA Podcast. Your source for all things real estate, accounting, and tax. Here we reveal our secrets that can save you thousands in taxes, streamline your accounting process, and help grow your business. Stay tuned to hear insightful interviews with industry experts, successful real estate investors, and current clients on what strategies they use to grow their business and how they steer clear of Uncle Sam. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Thomas Costello here today with David Redbin, Head of Customer Success at Stessa, a free online accounting platform for real estate investors. In this episode, we discuss how Stessa can help you track your rental income and expenses, automate your accounting process, and monitor the performance of your rental property and overall rental portfolio. Even at halfway through the year, it's not too late to start tax planning for 2019 and the years ahead. Our Tax Strategy Foundation Engagement is a multiple call series that walks you through the tax strategies you'll need to reduce your tax bills. At the end of the series, we'll give you a tax strategy blueprint that summarizes each strategy and what actions you'll need to take to implement them. And if you need assistance throughout the year, our team is there to help you every step of the way. There's no need to pay more taxes than necessary. Head over to therealestatecpa.com and fill out the form on the Become a Client page to get started today. And without further ado, let's jump right into today's episode. Devin, thanks for coming on the show today. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, your real estate experience, and how you got involved with Stessa? Yeah, thanks for having me, Thomas. So I got into real estate. My first job was actually on the commercial side and tenant rep down in Los Angeles. Uh, I then spent a number of years uh, working for a large owner-developer up in the Bay Area on the commercial side as well. That was a lot of office and R&D projects. And that was kind of through the downturn uh, into 2011, 2012. Uh, I took a break from real estate for a while, had my own e-commerce business. And then about a year ago, I got connected uh, with Heath Silverman, the CEO of Stessa. He and Jonah had founded Stessa maybe a year prior to that. And so I'm currently head of customer success at Stessa. And Stessa is a free software platform for rental property owners. And that's awesome. So you know, that's good to hear. You you basically transitioned your your career from being in real estate now to helping real estate investors. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about Stessa and uh, what it does and why a rental property owner would consider using it? Yeah, for sure. Um, so Stessa is a free platform, very focused on tracking income and expenses. Kind of like if you're familiar with Mint or Personal Capital, sort of a purpose-built for real estate version of those types of platforms. And you basically, you can hit the website, you can enter any address uh, for a property you own, and then we'll go ping public records and kind of put together a basic profile of the property. And then uh, as a next step, you can uh, enter your rent roll, your basic budget details, and then you can also connect your bank accounts. So you can connect to accounts that tenants pay rent into, whatever account or credit card you use to pay your expenses. And then you can also connect to most lenders are also supported. So then you can pull in your mortgage details. And the basic idea is that you want to see everything in one place and you want to log into one site and get a full overview of your rental property portfolio. And so uh, everything rolls up to a dashboard that shows metrics like income, cash flow, net cash flow, uh, also lets you do quick valuations. You can do them based on gross rent multiplier or cap rate. And then um, that dashboard, uh, you can get different versions of your dashboard for each property. And then all of those also roll up into a portfolio edition. So that's kind of how you get to see everything in one place. 
And then eventually we'll also build in things like alerts and automatic emails that alert you when you know, you've got a lease expiring or um, other things happening across the portfolio. That's kind of one place we're trying to go in the next few months. Got it. So it sounds like you link your bank accounts to this. Um, and I know that you could have some automated transactions in there. Could you talk a little bit about the automated transactions? Yeah. So when transactions hit your bank account, it flows automatically into Stessa. And then we've got some machine learning and algorithms that do their best to categorize as much as possible. And all of our categories are purpose-built for real estate. Everything lines up with Schedule E for tax reporting. So that can end up saving a lot of time. And then, um, you know, there's always a few that don't come through with enough data for us to categorize automatically. And then that work is, is kind of left up to you. Got it. Got it. So it sounds like so far is, you know, you could link up your bank accounts. It could help uh, the software stuff. It can help you automatically categorize some of these transactions, put it all into a dashboard at the property level. So you can see basically what the performance is for that property using various metrics. And then ultimately uh, you could see a portfolio level overview that will allow you to see how the performance of your overall portfolio is doing. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, a big part of my job is talking with rental property owners, understanding how they're doing this now, what their process looks like, what their spreadsheets look like. Are they sharing spreadsheets? Are they doing Google Sheets and Google Docs to work with partners and spouses and investors? And then we try to do our best to translate that into a very user-friendly purpose-built product that works right out of the box so that people who are you know, newer to real estate investing or have small but growing portfolios don't get stuck in this mode of feeling like they're always disorganized, always behind schedule, their spreadsheets are never quite up to date. We've built this in a way where it becomes very obvious where the data is missing and what inputs you need to put in to get a accurate dashboard. That's completely awesome. You want to know something we often work with our clients and especially in the beginning when they're just starting out in real estate, they have a lot of trouble staying organized and making sure that they're recording data accurately. And you know, it, it just sounds like Stessa is, is a great start for someone who's just getting started and really needs to uh, make sure that they're you're keeping accurate financial records. You know, one of the problems we see some of our clients have is the ability to combine the property level reports they get from, say, their property manager with their accounting solution, you know, oftentimes as QBO or say a zero. But from my understanding, uh, Stessa actually integrates with property management software. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, we have a pretty solid integration with Appfolio. So if your property manager's using Appfolio for reporting through the owner portal, the monthly owner statement document usually has a pretty good summary of kind of key line items. And SESA can connect automatically to that folio portal, you know, integrate that data, and then weave that right into your transaction ledger alongside all of your banking transactions, mortgage data from other sources. You know, we would love to build out additional integrations. And uh, those are kind of high on our list so that we can support uh, other property management reporting platforms like Buildium, Rent Manager, et cetera. That's awesome. Appfolio is definitely a big one. There's a few other ones out there, but kind of on the tax side of things, you know, Stessa can produce financial reports and uh, they're sometimes tax ready financials. Can you talk a little bit about what that means, how Stessa produces tax ready financials and how that helps investors? Yeah. So we spent a lot of time, uh, you know, January, February this year leading up to tax time, improving our, our tax reporting capabilities. 
So we actually built a nifty little wizard where you can go to your transaction page, uh, you can hit the tax package reporting button, and then it kind of cycles through your last full calendar year of data and gets a feel for, okay, are there anomalies? Are there things missing? Did we maybe miss an owner statement? Or um, you know, did the bank account go down for a little while and so we're missing data? And then um, it gives you a little checklist of things you may want to pay attention to before you run your reports. And then uh, once you run your tax package report, it very quickly generates an email. And that email has links to all of your key reports. So there's a net cash flow report, there's an income statement report, there's a schedule of capital expenses, and then you also get a full CSV download of everything. And that email, you can then forward to your CPA or whoever's working on your taxes, and uh, they can go in and get access to the same uh, original data and reporting documents. So from our perspective, Tax Ready gets you kind of to the 10-yard line, and then it's up to you and your CPA or whoever's doing your, your taxes to get you the rest of the way there. We know that depending on your situation, how big your portfolio is, whether you've got investors or not, you've got sort of different decisions to make around depreciation and how your CPA wants to see certain things. So we kind of leave that up to you at the end of the day. Yeah, I think that that feature there, having those financials ready to go is going to be key for a real estate investor, especially when you're just starting out and you're having trouble getting everything organized. Because if you're not organized when it comes to uh, tax filing season, you know, you're going to have to go back and forth to your CPA a bunch of times. It's going to be a big headaches. You're going to have, you know, shoe boxes full of expenses and it's more likely that your 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 tax returns and get delayed uh, or get extended rather. Because yeah, and that, and that you know that ends up costing money, right? Um, yeah. A lot of CPAs will do the fixed fee, but then it's up only up to a certain limit, right? And they're keeping track of their hours. So yeah. we've tried to you know measure ourselves on okay, how well are we helping people save time, save money in the whole tax prep uh, you know process. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. I and I could tell you from my experience here is if their CPA is going to receive clean financial data, you know, so uh, financial statements like income statements, for example, it's going to be much faster of a process to not only file your tax returns, but it's going to cost you less because you know if the CPA has to go back and and redo your bookkeeping and clean up your bookkeeping, uh, it's going to cost you more money. I think this is something that Stess is helping solve. Yeah, absolutely. We hope so. So clean books are also great, but at the end of the day, it's it's about the decisions you make based on this data. And I know before you talked a little bit about the dashboard and what kind of data it gives, can you just kind of go a little bit more deeper into that, into what metrics it gives and why investors should be keeping an eye on those metrics? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I'd say probably the most important one is valuation, right? Like, what is this property worth today, you know, compared to when I bought it? Where am I in my investment thesis, my goals? Um, have I met them yet? Is it time to sell? Where's my debt, right? What's my debt service um, coverage ratio? What's my loan to value? Is it the right time to refinance? And maybe go into you know 1031 exchange into a couple of properties, right? So those are kind of the like high level, really important decisions that a lot of investors probably don't spend enough time on because they're in the weeds, either trying to keep their property manager focused and giving them the attention they deserve, or they're trying to keep track of all this you know, money coming in and money going out and how am I doing on a month-to-month basis. And so our dashboard puts valuation right up at the top. And uh, you can get to a valuation a number of ways. Uh, we can pull his estimate automatically. 
you can update that whenever you want. And then you can also run it based on a gross rent multiplier, whatever's common for your market. Uh, and you can run it on, on cap rate based on projected income. So I would say that's the most important decision that investors should be you know, thinking about is kind of hold sell, especially now that you know, where we are in 2019, it's been a you know, six to seven year run. Like everybody's kind of up. Who knows if that'll be the case in two or three years, right? So valuation is one key thing up top. Um, I would say on our on our net cash flow report, there's also a lot you can do there, right? So you can run it by property, you can run it by by your entire portfolio, and you can see a month to month view, and you can see every line item that's happening uh, across all the categories. So particularly on expenses, that's where you can go in and see, okay. You know, is there an outlier on utilities? Do I maybe have a water leak? Is there something going on that my property manager or me, if if you're self-managing, uh, you know, hasn't noticed? And so that's a great way to find opportunities to increase NOI, get your expenses down, and um, you know, also potentially catch something before a tenant even realizes it and lets you know. Yeah, absolutely. We always say that uh, having these books and records up to date like that and being able to see the expenses on your various properties, especially if they're similar or in the same market, can be very telling. You know, like you said, for instance, if your uh, utilities expense is, I don't know, just say 7% of your, your gross income across several properties, but one of them is substantially higher than that, then you might have a leak. So, you know, that, that's definitely one benefit. Um, Absolutely. And we find a lot of a lot of investors are, you know, they're two or three months behind often, right? And mm-hmm. so they may they may be two or three months into a problem before they even, you know, have the numbers in front of them to realize that something's out of whack. So that's why we really like we try to press like, you know, log in every month, see what's going on, get a handle on your data, close out last month, right? And then you can feel like you're moving forward in a strong position to really optimize things from there. Uh, absolutely. Uh, can Stessa show you like um, by market level, like by like, say I'm in two different markets and say I'm in I don't know, Dallas, Texas, and uh, I don't know, Dayton, Ohio, for instance. Yeah. Uh, can I separate my properties out by those two markets? Yeah, you can absolutely set up different portfolios. So you can do portfolios based on your you know LLC ownership structures. If you want, you can do it based on uh, you know partners and investors who you can actually invite to one portfolio, but not the other, if you want to share just that part of your account. So yeah, a lot of our users do it um, geographically or based on ownership structure. We don't yet have great like market level, you know, geographical benchmarking happening, but that's something that uh, we're getting to the point where we've got enough data in the system where we can hopefully start to do that relatively soon. Yeah, because you know, that would be also, you could see how your property's performing relative to the market. And also at the same time, the one thing I always mention to clients is you, know, you got to look at, especially when they have uh, portfolios in multiple markets, is how is your portfolios from one market performing to the other? You know, Maybe it makes sense to sell off one portfolio in one market, for example, and, and move that money into a more profitable market. So, I mean, if this ability is able to help people see that type of data, that's, that's, that's amazing. Uh, quick question when it comes to short-term rentals like Airbnbs, does Stessa have yeah, um, the ability to help people with those types of properties. Yeah, we're getting there. You can certainly set it up as is and track your income and expenses, uh, especially because most short-term rental owners are, uh, you know, also using Schedule E for reporting mm-hmm. often. Uh, so those same categories make sense. 
there's also, um, you know, we've added a few custom categories to help short-term rental owners with things like linens and other kind of short-term consumables, cleanings. On the modeling side, in terms of like projecting and budgeting, uh, we're not quite there yet. We're working on it. We've got plans this quarter to add a toggle to our rent roll so you can set it up for short term. And that's something I'm excited about because we've got uh, you know regular flow of people looking for something to help them keep track of, you know, you've got six different guests every month and you've got cleanings happening. Um, and there's just a lot of churn and the reports they're getting from the platforms like Airbnb and HomeAway are sort of like net of fees and they just kind of show the income side. And uh, obviously these people, uh, these investors have all kinds of other things happening in their bank accounts that are related to the property. And so bringing all that together is something uh, we're going we're gonna to work on. And eventually we hope to get some integrations going with the platform so we can get to the, the transaction level data automatically. Awesome. So when it comes to the professional investors like syndicates and funds, I know that Stessa has a platform for them as well. Although at this point, I don't, I don't honestly know much about it at this point. Would you be able to talk a little bit about that and how that helps syndicates? Yeah, no, there's, there's probably a good reason you don't know a whole lot about it. It's uh, something the founders focused on a lot in the beginning a couple of years ago. Uh, and we're, we've been less focused on it lately. We've really been trying to focus on building out the free platform. Essentially, it's closer to an enterprise type software platform where um, syndicators, funds, Anyone with more complicated equity stacks and larger numbers of investors uh, can use it to do all the things that the free product does, like track at this sort of granular level, connect to Appfolio. But then it also has, has more robust sharing features where you can invite your limited partners. They can only see certain parts. And then there's also a sort of LP reporting dashboard that's separate and that tracks capital contributions, distributions, you know, and we, it, there's a fee for that every month, but right now we've got, we've got, you know, a decent number of folks interested in it, um, but we're, we're kind of putting them on a wait list and hoping to get back and focus more on that, uh, you know, hopefully sometime this year. Got it. Got it. So just switching gears a little bit, we do always ask pretty much all of our guests what the best tax advice they've ever received or what their favorite tax strategy is. What would you have to say about that? Yeah, that's a good question. I've gotten a lot of tax advice. So I would say what I hope turns out to be the best advice was to start a solo 401k. Mm-hmm. So years ago when I when I had my own business, um, I got turned on to that and I started the solo 401k and uh, I still have some legacy income from that business. And so a lot of that goes into that solo 401k and I'm just getting to the point where I can start to build a portfolio of real estate assets in that 401k. So um, that's something I'm excited about. I've been researching that. Uh, you know, I understand you can you can lever up to about 50%. Um, everything kind of has to stay in that 401k bucket. But for me, I really like that that level of control and sort of direct access where you don't have to go through, you know, anyone else, right? You don't have to go through an IRA custodian. Um, there's no one deciding what you can and can't invest in. And so I like that optionality. And the the annual contribution limit is pretty high too. 
You can yeah. put in, I think it's up to like 55,000 a year. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it's, I'm not uh, giving tax advice. <laughs> you know, I, I think it, I think it might be up to 56 at this point, but you know, okay. one of the, one of the great things about self form case for everybody out there who's listening, if you do own a business where you have self-employment income, perhaps you're a consultant, maybe you own an e-commerce business or you're like a real estate agent or something like that. Uh, you can open up a solo form K for your business, uh, contribute uh, a lot of money to it, like uh, Devin was saying, up to fifty six thousand. And then what you can do, actually, what's you know great about a solo four hundred and one k versus a self directed IRA is you can invest in rental real estates and you can use leverage, and you don't have to worry about the UBIT tax, uh, the unrelated business income tax, um, which is pretty much a tax on the portion of income that you would receive from debt if you were to use a self directed IRA, but with a solo four hundred and one k, it's completely tax free. A very clean system. Um, if you haven't thought about using one of them, you might want to talk to your CPA about how you could use a solo 401k. I'd say it's a little bit more advantageous and flexible um, than a self-directed IRA. Yeah. And Thomas, I would say the other thing I learned from you earlier this year when we were talking about uh, similar issues was this idea of getting to uh, real estate professional status, which to me was really interesting. I hadn't thought about it much and I understand there's a way to do it sort of in tandem with your spouse too. Uh, so that all of this activity that's going on in your rental property portfolio that would otherwise be passive, right? The the depreciation and the the benefits can then be rolled in against your active income. Is that sort of accurate? Yeah. So just high level overview with the real estate professional staff allows you to do. It allows you to. Uh, so generally speaking, when you take uh, losses from rental real estate. They're considered passive losses unless you're a real estate professional. And uh, passive losses can only offset other passive income, say, for instance, from a rental. But as a real estate professional, it can help you offset W-2 income, self-employment income, income from the other businesses you may have. And often, like you said, Devin, what we see is uh, we see uh, a spouse who who perhaps works part-time or stays at home. And uh, what they can do is they can, you know, they can ultimately get in, involved in the real estate business and, and claim that status. And then both both spouses are considered real estate professionals at that point. And you know what we do at the real estate CPA is we work with couples in this situation to figure out how they can qualify uh, for the status, what they need to do to to do it, and ultimately how they can remain in compliance because the real estate professional. Is definitely very powerful, and you know because of that, we've seen multiple clients actually pay either zero dollars in taxes or very close to zero dollars in taxes. It's quite powerful. Yeah, that's great. That's a great creative tax strategy. I like it. Yeah, no, thanks for bringing up the sole four hundred and one k. By the way, hardly anybody ever mentions that. It's definitely a powerful one. Yeah, you know, outside of Stessa, what would your favorite piece of technology that you're currently using in work or business right now? Mm. Yeah, so. I, I actually personally, um, tr- I'm very picky about technology tools and I almost try to use as few as possible. I try to get, stay kind of low tech. Uh, I'm a little bit notorious at my office for um, you know not having email open, not having Slack open and being out of the loop because of it. And I'm kind of fine with it because it lets me um, do more thoughtful, uh, more creative work in long blocks. Yeah. Which- found for me personally just makes a huge difference. I'm able to write. Um, I'm able to really get into something without being interrupted. Uh, and so the one piece of technology I do use for that is I have these Sennheiser Pink Floyd edition wireless noise canceling headphones. And so um, those are great. Like I wear them on BART when I'm commuting into San Francisco. Um, I'll have them on at my desk sometimes. 
And those have really made a difference for me. I just read uh, Cal Newport's Deep Work. I don't know if you're familiar with that book, but that really resonated with me. You know, no, 100%. What you just said really, really does resonate with me, myself as well. And I've heard, I haven't had a chance to sit down and read those uh, to deep work or focus another book that focuses on uh, this type of thing. But, you know, one of the things that, you know, I've noticed, you know, in, in modern times with the cell phone, with the email, with the Slack, I mean, I just got an Apple Watch, right, uh, for my birthday. And this thing is dinging me every two seconds. And uh, it's really hard to sit down for long blocks of time, like you're saying, and focus on anything, whether that be writing, whether that be, you know, uh, reading or learning something new, or just any number of tasks that, you know, really are better performed when you get into the flow state and you start to really, you know, get the juices going uh, without being interrupted. And, and today, I feel like there's something that's it's missing from a lot of people's lives because everything is just multitasking, multitasking. You get a hundred notifications, text messages, phone calls, everything just nonstop. And yeah, yeah. And especially when, you know, when a lot of people are sort of in that mode, it almost creates an opportunity. It opens up this opportunity to do, you know, to kind of take a different tack and to do, um, you know, a different kind of work that I think hopefully is even more valued because not as many people are doing it. So yeah, I, I think that's absolutely true. And every piece of technology and every piece of software, it has its own priorities, right? And its own, it's designed in a certain way to do certain things often for the company that's building. And so it's, it's sort of on you as the user to, you know, figure out how do I make this work for me? Yeah, a hundred percent. You know, there's definitely a lot of critical thinking that needs to happen in today's day and age. And I know things like Instagram, for example, Facebook and, and all these social media platforms, their entire uh, like MO, I guess, their entire objective is to get you to spend more time on that platform. And not only that, but the more time you spend on that platform, the more ads they can show you. And then uh, they're collecting all this all this data on you the entire time so that ultimately, at the end of the day, they're presenting the ads that are going to move you in a certain direction. So, you know, that's just another thing you said that resonates. And yeah. you just got to yeah. be careful with tech these days. Definitely. Totally. Yeah. Cool thing about Stessa is there's, there's, it's totally ad-free. And we're, you know, we're committed uh, to keeping this core set of, of features around income and expense tracking and dashboards free, you know, we'll probably eventually start doing some premium services like rent collection and that sort of thing. But, you know, in, in my job is, is running customer success. My team is very focused on this too. Uh, we we want to make sure it's useful first and it's it's getting to getting people to where they want to go, saving them time. And so it's actually really easy to to reach out to me and my team through the product if you've got ideas or questions. And so we're we're trying to keep it very user centric. A hundred percent. So Devin, I want to thank you for coming on this show today. I uh, want to let everybody know out there, if, you, if you're just getting started in real estate, go ahead and check this out. A uh, great way to stay organized, great way to get your books in order so that you can focus on the more important things in life, like finding your next property, you know, writing your next book or blog article, whatever the case is, whatever you have going on, you know, this is a great place to start for you. Cool. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to today's show. If you enjoyed the show, please find us on iTunes and leave us a review. You can also email us at contact at therealestatecpa.com with any feedback or topic suggestions. We are always taking on new clients and with the new tax laws in play, you really don't want to navigate this alone. Let us help you save money on taxes with your accounting and CFO needs. 
to become a client, navigate to our client page at therealestatecpa.com and fill out a web form with as much detail about your situation as possible. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great rest of your week.